0: The number one financial destination Yahoo! Finance.com.
1: Oh,
2: What's good, Internet? It's Friday, October 2nd, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 349. I'm your host, Austin Walker. Joining me today, Rob Zachney.
3: How's it going? Patrick Klepik. All right, so I cleared that chamber, and now I have the quick progress saved less than a minute ago. This is
2: against the rules. Is it? Can't
3: game while while potting. What was that? (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, you're on my right flank.
4: On podcast timeliness, you're Mister. Like we need to get things started. People need yeah, to yeah, and ready you know what? You at know, the what, Rob? appointed time. B-
3: four years in, no one fucking listens to me. So, <laughs> so like, I'm playing Hades. So oh, you know what? Like I'm sorry, I don't. Pl- you're breaking norms. I can break the norms too. I can do whatever I want. Oh, I'm not going to sit here and like adhere to this policy of like, well, oh, I should God. do the things Someone the right, right way. Fucking
2: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also joining us, Ricardo Contreras.
5: Oh shit. Hi. Kato, are you
2: excited about Steve and Smash?
5: I was going to do a bit and then I fucked it up.
2: Kato, are you excited about Steve and Smash?
5: Yeah, sure. <laughs> the, Steve internet broke is, the internet is. Steve yeah. broke the well, fucking internet.
2: I, is it excited? Is something excited when it breaks from people yelling about a thing? Is that excitement? Yeah, that's. Even if it's <laughs> a negative yelling?
5: I feel like it was actually pretty positive. I'd like, looked around. All right, that's good to hear. And I haven't, a lot I haven't of watched people I, we're very. I excited saw a about gif, this.
2: and that's kind of it. What was? Can you can you just hit this up top? Let's just yeah. talk about Steve is real quick. Steve, this is and qu- Alex. Who the fuck Let's, is
3: Alex? <laughs> Let's talk Alex about is- Steve. Is my new indie <laughs> drama yeah. coming from A twenty four? What we talk about when we talk about Steve?
5: There's only my one Steve Minecraft in book. the universe, and it's the Minecraft <laughs> Steve. Uh, Minecraft Steve is coming to uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. No further information. Because their actual announcement will drop during MineCon in two days. It was just, like, an announcement of oh. an announcement of, like, hey... This video
2: is very funny. Yeah. This video is, like, Mario gets smashed into, like, the side of a mountain or something. And it's, like, in all dark everything. And then Steve just shows up with a fucking pickaxe. Like, yeah, it's a
1: gun. It's,
5: it's sick. <laughs> I um, love it. It's wild. I think this is... Well... I guess Mr. Gaiman watches in the game, but apart from that, I feel like this is one of the more visually distinct characters as far as um, aesthetics go. Like everyone else, seems to kind of fit a certain style uh, of their characters. But like, true, even like Snake or whatever, like it's like the Smash Brothers version of Snake, right? Like, there's like a certain. Um, visual fidelity that they all ha- kind of have, and then you have this blocky-ass motherfucker coming in. Um, That's just who he is. Yeah, you it's if they, good. Had it's Steve, if <laughs> they had done Smooth Steve, if they had done Rounded Steve. <laughs> no, there's no other version of him that can there's exist no in Smash. the universe. It's the right. only way they could have done it, but it's still really great to see amongst all these other like normal-looking characters uh, yeah. in, in Smash. Um, I'm excited to see what... Apparently they need, uh, according to Sakurai during this this like little mini announcement, uh, they needed to change certain stages because of things that he can do. So I assume there's going to be some sort of block placing mechanic. Um, Can't wait. And so, you know. Can't be, wait to build a, a shitty house yeah. in Smash. Turns out Smash is Fortnite now. You're building. <laughs> Great. If he gets
2: like, if he can like pocket like a like like blocks and then bring them out right that would be very fun right yeah you know yeah um that sounds like
5: maybe what they were talking about when they had to like edit stages like oh we have to like cut these up into fucking blocks so that steve can pick them up and shit (laughs) also
2: we're gonna get like smash brothers remixes of minecraft music now
5: Um. (laughs) oh
2: right because there's gonna be a minecraft stage and it's gonna be like hyper versions uh of the chill lo-fi beats to minecraft 2 are so chill yeah
5: that soundtrack is great
2: and so it's It's gonna be very funny to hear that but like but it's all very trying to beat the shit out of starfox it's
5: all very chill music it's all very slow kind of ambient stuff and it's really nice i've listened to that album a lot on its own it doesn't feel like a thing you should be fighting as like there's no like f- i mean i think there's maybe one like track that they added later on but like the original soundtrack sure. is very ambient just like you're you're wandering yeah. through nature kind of sounding uh synth stuff and um it'll be yeah it'll be interesting to see what they include or how they change it to make it more like fast paced because none of it is fast paced as far as i can remember
2: Yeah. People are apparently mad it wasn't Sora. People are really pulling
3: for Sora. That's next. I mean, they're Mm. just going down the list at this point. Not going (laughs) to happen. Not a chance. Kingdom Hearts 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 fans are used to heartbreak and tragedy. The idea that they would get Sora. Minecraft fans have have been
5: (laughs) wanting Minecraft Steve and Smash for decades now. How long has Minecraft (laughs) been out? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh.
2: Decade now.
5: <laughs> decade
4: now. We've always played Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't remember? Uh, it was my then, first It was always
2: game. made by Microsoft, and everyone dude, has no problems with anything that has to do <laughs> with Minecraft.
5: Wait. So, yeah. I mean, noted uh, Microsoft employee uh, Hatsune. Miki. Oh, yeah. Fright. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> uh
2: huh. Yes. God. Other, let me just, I'm going to say this is more enjoyable than yesterday's uh, video game Twitter drama. New Peter Parker, uh, <laughs> only because new the new Peter Parker discourse upset me because the people who are mad at it are right, and I don't want to be I don't want to be aligned with <laughs> mad gamers,
3: but I, I am. I don't. I, I, I'm not mad. I just think it's like the, I, I, it doesn't. So okay, Can you set it up. So, yes. So uh, alongside Miles Morales, the the um, like kind of expansion, uh, like a lost legacy, sort of like. Um, Spider-Man release that's happening alongside the PS5 launch in November. Um, They are doing a Spider-Man remastered um, in which they are re-releasing the old game. But you only get you can can you can you buy Spider-Man remastered separately or is it only part of Miles Morales Ultimate? I don't know. I feel like there is a chart somewhere. Every um, single time (laughs) this
4: issue comes up, I feel I need to like read chicken entrails and like consult the high priest (laughs) of Um. the console generation leap.
3: Uh, it's a nightmare. But so they are. Uh, you know, to, to Insomniac's credit, they like, they seem to be doing like a lot of like really cool work to this update. You know, adding ray tracing and it's sixty frames a second, and um, it it looks beautiful. It was already a gorgeous game, and it seems like it's only going to be like even prettier um in this version. But they have decided to re like there are layers to the casting of Peter Parker. Like there is someone who does the like the voice and the facial. Capture, but then that is not necessarily who is doing like the, right the char- like the character that is represented in the same way that like, the get, like Naughty Dog has gotten in hot water over like you know casting white actors to play back black characters like it is true in Spider Man that the person speaking the voice is not the same like body structure is that is not them represented well because well, he's a forty nine the- year old man Correct. the voice
2: of Peter Parker is Yuri Lowenthal <laughs> who is like an all time. Well, well-regarded. I just interviewed
4: him a couple weeks ago. Actually, for the See? Prince of Persia remake. Um, oh, cause,
2: right, because he's he's the white he's dude the playing. Right, right. Great. Because they're doing <laughs> so that, full and circle, on him, a- and they kept him. They kept uh-huh. him. They're doing well, a remaster, and they so they we, we, we talked about
4: that. They've they changed a lot, by the way, for that. Like it's it's an Indian-led uh, studio that, that's making right. that. They right, changed right, right. a lot of it. Their their justification, because like. Lowenthal himself sounded like he might have been the most uncomfortable with the decision to retain <laughs> him. He was like, "They decided uh, that they really <laughs> Not wanted so uncomfortable that <laughs> he won't <laughs> cast
2: the check." But
4: yeah, uh, but I like I get it. He's a really good uh-huh. voice actor. His approach to some of these characters is really good. He's popular for a reason. Uh, but yeah, he is one of those. Like you look up his IMDb, uh-huh. and like you will be shocked at how many characters you know. Yes. That are voiced by him. A hundred percent. He's been around for, for decades
2: uh, doing like huge characters in cartoons and animation and anime and games. And I think he's be- even been in some like movie ass movies, like, you know, stuff. Um, uh, so, yeah, like he's he's he's. A, and he did a good Peter Parker. Like I and he did I, a good uh, Peter Parker. I liked his role. I liked his Pete.
3: I and, and liked. Like, yeah. And uh, I did not know this um, playing Spider-Man PS4. Um you know, because Spider- Insomniac's take is that oh, like this is you know like ten years into him being Spider-Man. It's not an origin story. It's like right. he's seen some shit, like he's he's done some shit. He's late on um, rent. Yeah, like yeah, the, the yeah the, the game opens with him like you know like getting getting booted out of his potentially booted out of his apartment. Um, so it's like a different sort of like lived in Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Um, right. which was kind of refreshing given all the other like cinematic uh takes that we've seen on on the character um, uh and. I didn't know he was 23 in the game. Sure, whatever. Canonically, you can call him 23. That's fine. Insomniac has their choices that they've made from a story <laughs> perspective. And yeah. no in no world did I play that game thinking like this is a bright and bushy 23-year-old. No, I um, thought he was like 28, that,
2: 30. Yeah, that is character very funny like, to make
4: him a grad student because yeah. that covers like prematurely <laughs> aged. Uh-huh. Totally believable. Yep. Could he be 23? <laughs> Absolutely. Could he be 30? equally believable <laughs> uh-huh.
3: and because and because of like the stuff that just everything about that character the performance the the way they contextualize like his role as, as spider-man just like came across as someone like at least mid-20s but like really like late 20s like looking at the 3-0 and like trying to figure out you know where, where their life is and this like new character model like the new you know person they've uh they've signed up to be like the the face of peter parker this is a boy. This is like a much more, tw- this is like what it's an actual 23-year-old looks like. It's a. <laughs> I guess you're right, but he reads so much younger than that. I agree. Thing. I agree. He, I, well, I think two things are at play. One, I generally, this is like for our circle, like people are, people look younger than you, th- like, than you yeah. think, yeah. like that is the thing that as you get older, yeah. you forget how young people look. And so, yes, I, I I think two things can be true that yes, this looks like a child and also a 23-year-old often looks like a child. Like though, I think those things can, so speaking as someone that looks perpetually like a child and will until they are roughly 65, like I, I get that. Um, but what I, what I, the reason I, I didn't care for the change is I, it, I feels like, again, they can say he's 23 all they want. Like that can be what they established in the story. But the character I played, like the character that felt contextualized in the story, and especially the way Mary Jane looks, like, d- like this relationship doesn't necessarily look like these are yeah. people with like appropriate ages dating together. Not no. to get you know you know what I mean? And I do. It just it seems like it betrays the character um to a certain degree. You know, at the end well, of the day. And especially
2: a, he's gonna be on screen with Miles, who right. is supposed to be his junior.
4: Right? Okay, let me... Which, we're a can of worms. Uh Zachney, go ahead. So one could say we we all played a Spider-Man game where we played a Peter Parker who looked a certain way.
1: Yeah.
4: But in this shift to a new console generation, it's a slightly different-looking Peter Parker. What a strange thing. And now we're going to focus on Miles. Interesting. Almost as if, like... Perhaps there was some sort of universal leap. Perhaps it's not just maybe these this are is the breadcrumbs. Like read the signs. There's
5: actually this is like, the actually,
4: actually, like, this is, like this then is like they're gonna Baron's announce like there's moment? gonna be some upgrades to R- to Spider-Man Remastered. Wait, uh-huh. why What's this new Miles? He looks he looks animated. Right. What is going <laughs> on? Is like secretly
2: a Spider-Verse
4: tie-in. Then,
2: Spider-Verse Two coming only to PS Five. <laughs> See, uh, this is
4: what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> um the thing that they've said is oh with the added fidelity of the PS5, we needed to recast Pete because we wanted to better match Yuri Lowenthal's face scanning during the anima- during the like recording process. So we need someone who better matched Yuri's like facial structure uh which <laughs>
3: I mean, maybe, uh, maybe Benedict Cumberbatch
2: was
4: a fucking dragon, man. They made that work.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: the thing that I'm like, uh, one, yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad already. It was fine. <laughs> Two, you could have, ca- could you not have found someone who didn't look like knockoff Tom Holland? Like
3: yeah. th- so, that's the bit yeah. that I, I'm not cynical you know, enough to, to necessarily think that this is no. I uh, like they, they look. Are man. you saying they, they looked <laughs> at the Marvels is Avengers,
5: low red Tom Holland all the way? Like,
3: well, because th- that was one of the responses right. to the Dynamics game was like, oh, like for you know better and worse, like the cinematic versions of these characters come to define like our popular interpretations of like how they look because right. that is sort of like seen as like the canon look for these characters that are you know uh, current place in time. And so for this one, before there was the explanation, people were just like, so what? They just made, like, rip off Tom Ho- Like, Tom yeah. Holland was trending on Twitter. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Spider-Man PS4. It was it Tom Holland trending on looks Twitter. looks like Tom Holland. What do yeah. you, like? Also, that first this is one like,
5: kind of looks like Andrew yeah. Garfield, who was the guy he before. Does. Right? Like, yeah. it's Pearl's literally trip. that mm, thing. Good
4: point. <laughs> Hmm.
2: And, well, and which made though, me yeah, think: like, Is there a world in which the Garfield estate got in touch and was like, "You can't use <laughs> knockoff Garfield." He's okay, gotta- right?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, you're saying? Uh, sorry, I meant that the Garfield estate got in touch with them beforehand to be like, you can't use this guy who looks like Andrew Garfield without paying us. You're you're using our client's likeness. You're saying Andrew Garfield disappeared, and and when they saw this change happen, well, no, saying the estate got
4: in touch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm like, like why? What is why? That's like He's like oh. He's <laughs> like a he's like a rich British guy. I assumed he had people for his things.
3: He sent a DM. He's like, <laughs> hey, ball. Brian Anahar. Look.
2: God. Uh Eddie, does, I,
4: I, I, The oh, character does feel like uh like the action figure for a license where they don't have the face rights for the actor. Yeah. So like you <laughs> yes. end up in the like. So this character has to suggest the actor, but it can't be the actor. So like just imagine. If the actor were made of plastic and then you lightly blowtorched him, what would he look like? <laughs> and that's what we've got in the new Spider Man.
2: Uh, Hom Tolland. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure that the situation is the situation for reasons that are legitimate. Uh, I don't it's, just,
3: like it. it's just, it's just, it's uh, yeah. I think, I, I think it's a, like a poor creative choice. Like, I'm sure the next game will be very good, and I'll get over it. Um, because, <laughs> like, uh, but it, I think it's interesting when we talk about the ongoing sort of like, what does it mean? You know, putting this like next to like a Demon Souls and like a Shadow of the Colossus, and just like the different ways we think of what does it mean to update a game. Looking at like the Mario 3D All Stars collection, and like the issues I had with like the lack of like modernization of like it's just like it's like there. are like they're erasing a certain version of this, like it's just gone. Like you know, uh, they're not going to patch it into the PS4 version. It'll it'll stay there. Um, uh, my, my guess is, but it's just fascinating to like see that degree of. It's not a mechanical change. It's like a te- technical creative choice uh, right. made. What right. three three years two years later um, yeah. is is. I think they would have been better served just saying just doing it for the new one and saying this, we decided to go into a new direction with the sequel. Like, I think a lot of the, uh, like the angst is one, cause I think it's bad, <laughs> but, but two, because it's, it's like, Hey, I just, why are you changing the game? I already liked, um, in a way that doesn't necessarily feel, it doesn't explain itself. It doesn't justify no, itself no, in seeing no. it.
2: There's a world in which the casting is so good somehow. Like, I, I, in my mind, if they end up making him look more like schlubby, uh, uh, what do you call it? Spider-Man. What was, Peter, what was it? Enter the Spider-Verse. B. P- Peter B. Parker. I'm yeah. like, yeah, definitely. That's that character. He's kind of a miserable. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess he's not there yet. But if you put him on the path there, I'd be like, yeah, OK, that works for me. But this is the opposite direction. And yeah, anyway, Uh <laughs> No more internet discourse. We're done with it for the day. Oh, okay. None. That's good. I don't think there's any more coming. (laughs) I think they're done with it. I think people online said, you know what? We're done with getting, you know, yelling at people about puddles and politics. It's over. We're just going to be like pretty chill from now on. So that's good news for everybody. I saw it was an announcement. Everyone said, all right, we're done. (laughs) Which after that debate, you know fair Um, uh the rest of
4: 2020 america will be chill and just vibing
2: yeah we're just vibing there's (laughs) definitely not going to be anything to worry about for the next couple of weeks uh rob speaking of vibing how have you been vibing with (laughs) star wars (laughs) squadrons
3: Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought, like Rob putting his arms behind his neck was like time to talk Baldur's Gate. Baldur's yeah, I was getting day. ready. I was <laughs> like, "Oh, <laughs> I, you want to talk?" That was not then. the stuff. That was not the Star Wars relax. I, that well, was, the I, no, that relax. was the Baldur's Gate. No, that was the Baldur's Gate
2: relax. You're right. The Baldur's Upgate. Uh, do you? I mean, how quick is your Baldur's Up
4: update? Upgate. It's pretty quick. I'm All not right. sure. I like that game, and I might not stick with it. <laughs> vibe, pure let me, vibes. Let me tell you a couple things about my experience with Baldur's Gate. One, I like a, uh, I like AD and D second edition way less than I remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm playing that and I'm like, ooh, there's a lot of upkeep to doing anything in this fucking system, and not a lot of it makes intuitive sense, and it just might gently suck. Um, so there's that. Uh, the other thing is that game takes forever to get going. Like, I'm just wandering around these, like, hills and forests, like, killing... I slaughtered a village full of, like, zvarts? I don't know what they are. They're, like, little shitty goblin people. But the thing is... <laughs> but they're all dead now. They're all dead. And I was like, did I fuck up? Should I not have been here? Like, I just wiped out a village full of people. And <laughs> uh, and everyone's, like, fine with it. And I'm like, we just slaughtered a village. <laughs> like, this is... and. I don't understand. I'm still not sure. Oh, Rob, they're just uh, sorry.
2: They, you don't have to worry about it. They're common enemies found in most wilderness areas. That's
4: what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but they had not? a home. Yeah. Well, yeah, well they
2: did. Those little dudes. Yeah it's, these little dudes. <laughs> yeah. it's these little dudes. These little blue. You little oh, smart. Oh, my God. I just saw what the 5E version of them. look. Can I just can we go through Zvarts yeah. through the years here? Yeah. Here's Spikes. here's first the ages. Yeah, through the ages. Here's first edition Zvarts. Uh, I to don't like, a like little, this. That's uh, not good in a good Semitic direction. Goblin man, maybe. Uh, not really. It sounds like the anti-Semitic nose, but it's not not anti-Semitic. Is what I would. <laughs> it's not not yeah. fooling on those stereotypes. Here we go. Second edition. Zart's got what buffed. they got swole Damn. they got swollen shit all <laughs> kinds of gains. uh big club there's like a little short dude with a big goblin face kind of like a green goblin mask face yeah. going on but with a joker smile kind of a <laughs> all worlds uh third edition three here we go uh they're a little blue they're blue now I mean maybe they blue were always blue dudes. they're little blue golem dudes with uh like big hand around a dagger situation. And then we wrap around. Uh, here's the current Zvart status. Fifth edition. What? I don't.
4: <laughs> What's happening here?
2: I don't know. So they're little blue. They're, how's that
3: song go? Uh, they're blue. Dabba dee. Dabba die. Da, 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 da. da, da. Yeah. Uh, I believe I would die. That's what we said in high school. Or middle school. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah, well, because those
2: Zvarts would kill you. This one has. <laughs> a, that one Zvart has sheathed on its belt a dart. Which is the corniest art joke you could ever make? A zvart d- dart. Um, they're like necklace frog people. They're not they actually look frog real, people, but they—they yeah,
4: they look bummed.
2: They look bummed. Anyway, you killed a bunch of these people. It says they were cowardly and easily intimidated here.
4: Well, I <laughs> was just walking by, and they were like, "Stay I away!" But bro, then they I- came at me.
2: <laughs> I can't deal with D and D sometimes. This is a sentence about this is a sentence about people in this world, or a mm. series of sentences. Zvarts were cowardly and easily intimidated. I like that they use "were" here because of how Rob killed them all. Uh, <laughs> they were of average intelligence. Zvarts were generally hateful creatures. Fuck off. I can't. With- <laughs> like, to each other? Like, were they just <sighs> chilling the village that you ran through,
4: just yelling, like, slurs <laughs> at each other nonstop? <laughs> what was their life like outside of you killing well, also, them? Also, they had a pet bear that, like, tried to stop me and, like, came after my party. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I just killed their bear, too. Oh. Um, And this came up, on- but also, I'm like, Hours into this game, and I've got a pile of quests, none of which are very compelling. And I'm still not exactly sure, like, what is the through line? Like, I'm trying to figure out, like, why is the iron in this area, like, crumbling in people's hands? What's up with the steel? And, like, the game is seriously overestimating my interest in <laughs> Metallurgical <laughs> Mysteries. Like, I'm like, look, I went in the mine. I killed a fucking mage. That probably fixed it. But if it didn't... I don't know, give it time. I went in the yeah. mine, man. Yeah. I got the wizard who was there. So yeah. le- let's roll. Uh,
2: they were gnomes. That's their deal. They were gnomes. Well, that Z- explains Z-Zarts it. arts were gnomes, and then they were twisted in the shadow dark by the Famarians over many Joker-fied. generations, warped warped by fell Joker magic. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. They Excuse got joker they, they died, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They joker magic? Right. Yeah. They, got joke- they got Joker-fied. What's Joker magic? It's like the Joker. Oh. So it's I trained. just
4: watched the 1989 Tim Burton Batman for an for an answer to this question, mm. uh, oh. and the Joker magic is the chemical goo that they make it uh, access Ace chemicals. Chem- yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that if you just fall into it, uh, you get Jokerified. That's uh, correct, but you have to be kind of a dick beforehand. That's that's <laughs> the key. Uh, Otherwise, you so just like-
2: die when you fall in there.
4: Yeah, you just die. But if you're Jack Nicholson, you get Jokerified.
2: So you have to have had the Joker gene, but that's kind of a passive. It can it, it can be <laughs> passive in you, and then become <laughs> activated with with you know you go uh, through Joker, uh,
5: Joker Genesis, Joker Genesis, Joker yeah, uh huh,
2: uh huh. If Bad. you if Bad. you have uh, a proper application of the Joker chemical, so that makes sense to me.
4: This this I understand. Anyway, Rob, I'm sorry you're not having a good time with Baldur's Gate. But I'm least just not you, sure I'm going to stick with it. I know yeah, it's a, yep. it, you know, it is a touchstone, but I'm not actually sure it is one that I need to, like, continue exploring. I might go on to Baldur's Gate 2, which people said is the actual classic in that Oh, series.
2: you're playing Baldur's Gate.
4: Oh, yeah, one. dude. One. Okay, I was playing I 1. See. Yeah, we'll go to And two. I'm not, like, I'm not there with it. Uh, I'm not or, feeling or- it.
2: Um, or you can go, you know, watch and listen to Cameron Kunzelman and uh, Danny over at Range Touch go through their play. Mages and Murder Dads. Mages yeah. and Murder Dads. Yeah, yeah that's a great. A, that might name. be the way I
4: get through the rest of Baldur's Gate one. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll try they out get Baldur's Gate two.
2: It's fun to just watch, you know, people also play Baldur's Gate.
4: I hate some of the companion characters so fucking much. Yeah, like, wow. again, they're all just like these shallow concept characters. What if he's a wizard? But he's really depressed. And so everything is just like, yeah, kind of a, like, very bummer wizard who's just saying things like, we're doomed. And I guess, like, it's like an anticipated (laughs) Twitter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah
4: like oh. it's just oh what's Zan doing he's posting haha we're fucked again <laughs> okay, great.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't doom scroll when I wake up I talk to Zan the wizard in my party it hey, was what are you up to today I don't know the world's on fire cool you know what right. cool yeah Yeah. did you know that all the iron is melting in this in this economy like, no I didn't know that Zan I'm just, is that something I should care about read this think piece I wrote
3: okay Zan
2: it's on medium <laughs> it's on it's on medium god
3: Working on a substack every morning. <laughs> god. Oh my god! And your like, little and
2: your, your depressed wizard rolls his newsletter under everyone's tent <laughs> every morning. <laughs> hey guys, just a, a quick update. Uh, this was not as long as it normally is because we ran it's out of a, it's been paper. a long week. <laughs> it's been a long week. We killed all those smarts and it really took it out of me.
4: I can't uh, believe Are we the, are we the baddies? Gr- <laughs> Greenberg <laughs> posted.
2: Uh, oh, anyway, my God. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Rob. Anyway, what I did want to know about was EA's Star Wars is squadrons.
4: Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's an odd little game. Uh Uh, it does feel a bit like it is splitting the difference between like, it feels like it's trying to touch a lot of different nostalgias all at once. Uh It's like, Hey, rogue squadron people, we see you. Hey, uh, you know, X wing series people, we see you. Oh, like people who just like, um, you know, games like world of Warplanes, This is fine. Hop right in. You'll totally like, you'll pick this up right away. No problem. Uh, And I think that does contribute to a feeling of it is a game where I'm still kind of struggling to find, like, what is the core identity of this thing? Because it's doing a lot of things decently. Um, But there's nothing, like, to it that I would say is, like, there's not a unique identity that I'm like, man, Squadron's fucking nails it. The most I can say is it is evoking a lot of, like, favorite old experiences. Right. Um, But that's not necessarily a bad thing because, like... There's not a lot of games, so X-Wing versus TIE Fighter going right now. Like, right. that moment has passed. That ship has sailed. Uh unless you're gonna like throw a little land party with your friends, which, you know, there's a plague on, so probably not happening. Uh but this, like, you can go dogfight people in Star Wars spacecraft. And for a type of gamer, that is the shit. It turns out I am that type. <laughs> it also turns out. I still got it. I am freaking <laughs> out. So Star love Wars it. Squadrons.
5: <laughs> Hell
2: yeah! Are you? Um, um, are you okay? What are you playing on? One PC, but there's crossplay. Um, that's great. So you can play no matter what I do. Nice. Yeah. Uh, two. Are, are did you play both single player campaign and multiplayer stuff? Yeah. Okay. So you can tell tell us about everything. 3 and this is like this was my big question really coming into this thing is someone who's like wow this is really beautiful cockpit paste like uh you know uh old school inspired whatever that means to you star wars space sim stuff um is the campaign meaty is the campaign healthy or is it just like a little slight thing that you kind of dip into to learn the ropes and then you move on to it being a multiplayer like uh you know skirmish session game
4: so the campaign uh I'm only a little ways into it cuz I had some weird issues with like trying to the game when you're when your ship is disabled with an ion weapon. Uh, yeah. we're all Star Wars fans here. We know what ion weapons do, but if yeah. you don't uh ion weapons like disable the electronics on a Star Wars ship. So remember when the rebels need to flee Hoth, the ion cannon Fires into the upper atmosphere and disables the Star War uh, the uh, Star Destroyer blocking force that's there by overwhelming their systems. Well, uh, that will happen to you in various forms, both in multiplayer and in single player. And their solution to like what what do you do when someone overloads your ship is to basically make you mash buttons. And on the controller, That's, so you just start smashing buttons and your character's yeah. arms start like whipping around the cockpit as they push the little buttons trying to wake it up. That's as cute. if it's yeah, it's it's like it's a broken PC. Where it's <laughs> yeah. like, ah, oh, I need to get task manager open. God damn it, I got IN weapon. God damn it.
2: <laughs> oh wait, 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 this actually raises another question about slamming on the controls. Are you using a Hotos
4: or are you using just a like a coming to that because re- uh, this I is see. it I doesn't see. work like when you need to wake your ship up, when yeah. you get hit with the ion weapon, it doesn't appear that any of the HOTAS controls will, like, trigger that, like, uh, action. What? Even That's though very- you're pressing the same controls that you would be on a, like, gamepad... That seems like something they'll patch, hopefully. It yeah. Seems like, like
2: it, but it's people weird. are going to get they big bad about it. that extremely oh, quick. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right.
3: Exactly. That's your next like, Twitter drama: is why does not my Hotas not right. trigger the IA Cannon? Well, uh, and
4: the entire, it's not just that that needs to get patched. It's the entire way. This is a game that really desperately wants to have one like whatever control scheme you're using. It wants it to use it for everything, and so like if it detects you got a Hotas plugged in. It's like, cool. So you want to use that to navigate on the menus, right? (laughs) And I'm like, no, no, I do not. (laughs) And so like you will end up and sometimes like there will be things double assigned because there's the way it's handling the controls is there's menu controls and then there's flight controls, Mm -hmm. but you can access the menu while you're in flight. And so if you map something to like both menu and flight controls, you'll press a hat switch and like the menu will pop up even though it is also doing something else with your spaceship. So there's just lots of weirdness around the way the multiple control settings uh, work. And it's something that like I'm having to like fine tune and continue to troubleshoot a bit. The support is good. It's just like the defaults out of, you know, on the install aren't. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I'm having to sort of teach the game the way that I want things laid out, um, which is, Part and parcel of playing with a fucking joystick. Like really, just, I had to do the same thing with. Um, but it's but you're you're
2: you're finding that it do, when it does work for you, and that when it does like function, it works.
4: Oh yeah, that, like really well. So something that if you played the old X-wing games, something you learned real quickly was that the joystick was awesome for like flying around, but wasn't yeah. so much good for like target shooting. Yeah. Um, I did a, so lot a lot of
2: switching to my mouse type yep. stuff. Yeah.
4: Yeah, you'd like you'd snipe people with mouse controls, and then for like the flying around, you'd uh, you know, you'd switch back to your joystick. Uh, this has a little bit of aim assist with the um, you know, with the laser weapons in your ship, and you know, canonically, this is Star Wars weapons do lightly lock on in Star Wars, uh, and so you will still have to make deflection shots, uh, with your. Um, with, with your joystick. Uh, Patrick, uh, so deflection shooting is when you have a target in motion. Uh-huh. Uh, no, this is good. Aim, I like Star Wars, but you, not like this. You aim in front of them so that by mm-hmm. the time your shots reach there, uh, it is full of uh, spaceship when 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 they arrive. So you have to aim in front of them your target. Your target. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. understand. Does Thank this do the, do
2: <clears> the <throat> classic space <throat> same thing of giving you a little marker to tell you where you're leading your target? No, or do you just have to. i just off. gotta get a feel okay. for it. Oh
4: fuck! Well, but also Hell because your yeah. weapons will lock a little bit. So if you're right, in the
2: right,
1: right
4: zone, right, right, right. like those flat like the the com- the c- computer will adjust and like right. bring the shots in. Here's Um, another
2: real fucking. I loved these games as a kid. Question: How distinct do the ships feel one to to another? Does does flying an A wing feel good and different than flying a Y wing? Dude, A A wing fucking
4: rules. Hell yeah, (laughs) hell yeah. So I tried the A wing for the first time in multiplayer. Yeah, uh, was it like an F one
2: car with guns on it?
4: Like. In space? Yeah, it pr- it pretty much was like I was striking from the sky and obliterating people, oh, and I just like it. vanishing into space again. Uh, it is it is incredibly fast, and I think a thing they've done that's smart is um, it's not just top speed; it's also like throttle responsiveness. Like the Ooh, thing just has okay. acceleration that the other ships do not. That's cool. Uh, and so the A Wing isn't just faster; it's also quicker to dump speed uh, because. Turning radius is speed dependent, and if you cut your throttle uh, right. and lower your speed, your turn will will happen faster. The A-wing wins these turning fights pretty routinely because its throttle response is so is so quick. Um, the X-wing and the the Tie Fighter are both like a little more, you know, they are kind of the defaults. They are kind of the balanced yeah. ships that are kind of decently multi-role. Um, and then you have uh, like. Thai bombers or y wings feel like shit, Um, (laughs) and like basically you are a giant fucking target that carries a massive payload, right? right? So like if you can if you can get to the target, you're you're good. But if you end up like in a firefight with somebody, you're probably fucked unless you uh you know really pull out some pull out some tricks. The thing is. Those ships, those like the bombers in particular, are really only very good in the fleet battles mode, as far as I can tell. Um, where it's a bit more objective-based. Uh, there's three capital ships on each side, and you know, so the Imperials are trying to shoot down the rebel Nebulon B frigates uh to clear the path to the Mon Calamari cruiser. The sure. rebels are shooting down imperial uh, cruisers to try to clear the path to the star destroyer, and so basically it's kind of a tower defense thing, right? Where the where the light capital ships are your towers, right? And then the uh, you know the nexus is basically the mothership uh, of each side. Uh, that's really where your bombers are coming into play. Wait, are there uh, because are
2: there mobs? Are there like
4: uh, there NPC- are there are AI oh, okay. uh, starfighters in these battles? That's interesting. Um, they're not very interesting, I think. Or maybe this is one of the issues with uh maybe this. Maybe this approach is what caused issues with the single player campaign. The AI uh, pilots feel bad in this um. game. They just do. Um, if you played like if you remember the TIE fighter games, it did feel like you had multiple different military units out there all pursuing their own like agenda and like mm-hmm. doing shit um, and different pilots like different ships had different feels like the way they did it in the old x-wing games uh would be i think they had like pilot skill ratings that were sort of secretly assigned to every single ship that was uh out there in combat Uh and so like this is why there would always be one tie fighter that was like just nightmarishly tough to shoot down uh even though it's wingmen went down really easily it's because like One of these would be at a four where the others were at one and the four would just be like much more uh, reactive and unpredictable. Here, everything feels like clones. Um, The enemy starfighters all do the same thing. They don't appear to. they all behave the exact same way. They're not challenging in an interesting way. Um, They basically do head on firing passes and try to get around behind you and get you that way. But if you turn on their tail, they're kind of out of ideas. Um, right. And so like this isn't such a bad deal in the multiplayer because they are just mobs there. But in right. single player, it totally like destroys the illusion that you're part of a like you're fighting in a major engagement here. Um, it, And I, it's I think it's a real problem with the game where like. If you think back to some of the best games in that genre, uh,
3: I think Free Space 2 is probably, you know, as good as it ever got with the oh, feel- on, Colony Wars. I I'm glad that you might mention that in your write up. I was like because I played X-Wing Tie Fighter a little bit on the PC then became a console person. Like Colony Wars like by Psygnosis was like, oh, like one of my favorite games on the PS1.
4: Yeah. Uh that was you know, I, the thing I can't remember about Colony Wars is how often did it have huge battles that, like, you're sort of looking around and like, oh, like, look, these ships are duking it out and I have nothing uh, yeah. to do with that. I kind of- remember it, like,
3: creating the illusion yes. of that spectacle, but you yeah. were rarely a participant. It
2: was one of those games that had, like, a capital ship would show up at the end of every fifth mission and every tenth mission you'd get a cool big cap ship battle that didn't – mm, the thing that I mostly remember is cool energy lance style, like – on for more than a second big beam weapons. Oh, that, that is like, really cut space. through everything. And that, yeah, 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 totally. 100%. It also
3: had such a look. Like, a Cygnosis was like a defining aesthetic of, like, the PS1 era. Yeah. And, like, that game was, like, it ran at what felt like 60 frames a second. I don't know what it actually was, but, like, <laughs> for, like brain at the time. And, like, it just felt so good to control, like, the yes. ships in Wipeout and then the ships in Colony Wars. Uh, I, both of these games are good,
2: <laughs> is, is what I will say. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: in any but- case. But, yeah, so they would suggest, like, oh, I'm fighting my dogfight over here, but then there's a cool battle happening over there between, like, everyone who's, like, they're also doing their own thing. Here, it very much feels like the levels are waiting for you to trigger the next event and, like, spawn the next wave of enemies for you to deal with. Yeah. Uh, To be fair, I I feel
2: like TIE Fighter and X-Wing both had that that issue, too, to some degree, because they were so mission-based. It's just that, in my memory at least, TIE Fighter especially – made that the proceduralism of going on those missions feel like part of the draw yeah and so it was okay for things to kind of step through a series of stages in a way that that was like you know yeah this is going to trigger this is going to trigger the fight when i finish scanning this imperial you know uh uh transport and i find out that there is like you know some sort of contraband on board and that there's a secret anti-emperor uh you know faction inside that's going to trigger the arrival of the next thing and the way that they sell that made it so i never really minded um that that style of like predictable structure but but i could imagine today expecting more just by nature of it not you just you know what a wave-based you know combat mode is in a game (laughs) and so you can kind of see that structure a little more clearly um Regardless, it it sounds like you have an overall pretty good time with this thing, or or you feel like your
4: expectations were met, at least? Yeah, I mean, I think my expectations were low, and so I think they were exceeded, right? Like, I think this is the thing, squadrons kind of came out of nowhere... It wasn't pretty, like it wasn't particularly heavily promoted. No one was like
3: pounding the table being like, EA, make a revival. I mean, like people were saying like make another X Wing, yeah. but no one thought that like this is the like a company that makes wants to make crummy open world games and like cancel them eighteen months into production. Like <laughs> there was no there was no shot times. that it was gonna be like right. an X yeah, <laughs> that X Wing was gonna be like an influence for something they would they would do i i i uh, uh told rob this after i read uh his impressions was like in a different era this was like an this feels like an xbla game that came out and i don't right. mean that as like a to be condescending no but I, I know that you said we haven't touched on this very much uh here but rob you you weren't particularly impressed with the campaign which is like if i'm going to get into this thing like the the campaign would be what i'm i'm like looking to get into in the same way that I was trying to do that through, through battlefront, which had a also like, okay, like a, okay, main character and like totally fine single player. But like, it wasn't anything electrifying. And I, I got a similar impression from reading uh, what you had written about the the squadrons campaign, which I know you're not done with, but at least the initial impressions didn't seem uh, particularly hot.
4: Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to get into more of the Imperial stuff because it is kind of two stories uh, sort of woven together. Um, But yeah, it's just it's more the missions themselves feel super lackluster. Uh, Everything feels like it's just you're in a bubble and everything's happening around you at different points in that bubble. But that is how it feels to the point where early on I was like the flying doesn't feel good because it feels like everything happens at a certain like arms distance from me. At all times, right? Um, right. You notice it really intensely when your wingmen form up, Uh and it is like they are attached by wire to you, and it just like the formation flying is way too orderly in a way that you're like, okay, they're just locked
3: on me. Like this is how this game is operating. Um, and did you like the Rogue Squadron games? Like I'm trying to to, like think of the two different tracks of like popular like not, you know, works out. is it's not a space sim series, but it's like, that's more the action. But like, did you like those as well? So like, I'm just trying those to like were, figure out. Yeah. That was in the year. That was in the era
4: where I was like, Nintendo has nothing for me. Um, okay. So, so like, you
3: never, so you never even really played those games.
4: No. Okay. Cause I was, cause I was always like that entire era. I was like, they want how much money for this thing? And <laughs> it has what games?
3: no, no, <laughs> <laughs> and I only just bring it up to, to <clears throat> illustrate the point that I think for a certain era of like a lot of people on this uh, on this call, yeah, like yeah. *Tie Fighter* is that touchstone, and then *Space Sim* for a lot of other people, especially in like the Star Wars parlance, is for a lot of people of a. And I, I lived through both. Like I, I, I was really young through like the *Tie Fighter* like the DOS era and playing games, and, you know, *Dark Forces* and, and 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 their ilk. But then also went through like a console like period and where like I was deep into shadows (laughs) of the empire and, and rogue squadron and and like really, really liked those games.
2: It was very easy not to be able to follow from a certain point in PC gaming. Like I think a lot of us maybe had a PC for a while that was good enough to play contemporary games. And then there was a th- the 3D card boom happened and like a lot of games got locked off. To I us, got up to or... I got up to
3: Quake had like one right. 3D FX card, right. uh, like a Voodoo, and then after that I I just went to to console stuff. So
1: <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I think games... the Rogue
4: Squadron thing is there a little bit through the maps. Uh, mm. So the X Wing games were all very much like just the void of space like there was nothing in it it was just ships flying around like the the terrain was basically where were the capital ships parked that's Mm -hmm. what set the the boundaries of the battlefield uh rogue squadron my impression was very much about like you're in a place you're doing things in a fighter relative to like this setting for this mission. It
3: was it was modern Star Fox, um, <laughs> yeah. like the Star Fox 64, like 3D arenas where like you'd be fighting under the UFO. Yeah. Uh like that's like the, the the kind of thing that Rogue Squadron operated. So at. this God, that is channeling, rules, that by the way, that way oh so good, so good, so <laughs> Star Fox 64, I played that great Star Fox game. level
2: for that, le- that uh, specific fucking level, fucking. probably a thousand that times. you that the level, right?
1: Yeah. Yes, because yeah, it came so out so
2: in the same.
3: In my in my head, it's the same summer. I don't know if that's true. Don't correct us. The Star Fox... Yeah, because I don't want to be... That is my canon. That is my heart. (laughs) Walk away. (laughs) Get out of my mentions. Because I also loved... I just want a quick shout out to Star Fox 64 multiplayer. Highly underrated. Loved playing Star Fox 64 multiplayer, especially when you would play um, R-Wing versus, like, rocket launchers. I don't know if that was a mode or something our friends did, but it was just, like, no, you,
5: had you to weren't allowed to beat. to the, like, rocket launcher ab- ability, but then you could pick whatever of the things you had unlocked. So I think that's what we'd do. Right. Yeah. Just,
3: it would be fun to have, like, one person as an R-Wing and then, yeah. like, I'm three people on the ground just <laughs> yeah. shooting rocket launchers. Like, oh, so anyway, anyway. Rob, sorry. You're keep, right. Keep going. You're 100% right <laughs> that, like,
2: even though the terrain didn't always mean something in the Rogue Squadron games in terms of, like, I mean, like, yes, there are mountains and there are like hills and and imperial bases and stuff that um, what they didn't mean, what they what they actually meant was the environments evoke a certain um, tonal quality or like, oh, wow, I'm in I'm in an area that's like really pretty and I'm trying to protect this. You know this colony from imperial attack, or I'm, or whatever. And this, their sun is is out, and the clouds are beautiful, and blah blah blah. Like that was sort of the 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 sort of space that it worked in in terms of terrain comparatively to to
4: X wing. You know, so this game is definitely channeling that, but the terrain cool. does matter a lot. Like the first okay. mission, you were basically flying inside a asteroid base. Mm. Um, and like getting in dogfights, basically in this massive cavernous hangar, uh, right. where like there's space to maneuver, but if you're not careful, you could also just like eat shit. Right. Um, right, right, right. and it really works well in the multiplayer. Like, uh, there's a battlefield where, uh, the entire thing is in sort of channeling free space too. You're kind of in a stormy nebula mm. and the main battlefield is clear of that. And there's, like, a shipwrecked, uh, like, Clone Wars-era uh, Star Destroyer, uh, like, sitting there. But the edges of the battlefield's all murky. You can fly out, and you'll start taking damage from the storm, but you're still in bounds. Like, it's not saying, like, turn around, go back. You're exceeding the, the, the limits. Yeah. You can dip in and out of the storm to, like, break contact with people. I don't think sensors see when people go into the storm. So it's, like, a way to, like, gain stealth. Uh, Mm -hmm. or at the very least nobody can see see. you it's it's tough to see uh and so it turns into this interesting game where people will like duck in and out of the storm and eat the damage but it allows you to basically come in from a different direction uh for where people chased you there's another battlefield that is in a really dense asteroid field that at first you're like i've got plenty of room to maneuver this isn't tough at all but again once you are like tunnel visioned on like fighting these people or like trying to break missile locks suddenly realized like, Oh, there's all these interesting like nooks and crannies and gaps in the asteroids that I can start using to like lose people. Or I can sort of bully people into crashing into an asteroid. Uh, or I can put this asteroid between me and somebody who's trying to get a missile lock on me and all that, like a lot of maps have different characters like this and it works pretty well. Um, That's cool. So, yeah, I uh, it's it's weird. Like, I think for me, it's mostly, I'm always going to be somebody who's like, I want the next TIE Fighter. I want yeah, the yeah. next Free Space 2. This game, I think, also kind of wants to do that, but I just don't think it quite gets there with the uh, flight model it has, with the way it, it sort of has, uh, you know, AI pilots, uh, you know, living in it. But the multiplayer is pretty cool. Um, like once you are out of the confines of the, the single player and you've got human pilots flying around, suddenly everything feels much more dynamic, uh, much more interesting. Um, and also it just rewards a certain mastery of air combat tactics, which apparently I possess uh, in space. <laughs>
5: Uh, I a, I'm I'm ready for it. Go ahead. Oh, I, I had a quick question because you kept mentioning that the there's these like smaller capital ships in in on the map that act almost as uh, like MOBA towers, right? Um, yeah. Are they? Is that kind of is that kind of literal in that all they do is sit there and shoot, or is there more going on with those? Because I remember, like, my touchstone for Star Wars like <clears throat> space battles is Battlefront Two, and like being able to hit different areas of and different sections of the the ships that would take down different systems was always really cool to me yeah. is like is this kind of like that or is it just like that's just like a tower like it's gonna sit there and shoot whatever gets into its radius and you just have to take it down
4: it's a little bit of both uh the ships aren't very dynamic uh so even though the fleets are essentially flying at each other really they're there to sort of cordon off the battlefield in the mm-hmm. thirds mm-hmm. Um the way it works is each side gains momentum or morale points basically mm. uh by like winning the aerial dogfight and then one side goes on the attack and the the defensive side its leading capital ships are now vulnerable. Uh I don't think they're vulnerable outside of these moments like it's like huh. their shields are down.
3: Right. And
4: right. you go in and you begin making attack runs on the capital ships, you can target components like they will have laser turrets They will have like sensor racks and such. You can sort of work in on one side of the ship so that like you have easier attack runs moving forward because, Uh hey, there's not a laser battery that was there. Right. Uh, So now they've lost a little bit of coverage, um, which really does start to matter when you're going up against like a Star Destroyer. Mm -hmm. Um, But they aren't engaging in like... At the same time, they are just soaking a certain amount of damage mm-hmm, uh and they are right. there to just get blasted by the bombers uh and so I think again, it's like it has a little bit of that old x wing game or the 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 vibe of like take their shield generators down right uh but it's not it's also at the same time there's limits to that mostly you they are there to soak up damage uh and you really have to be on your game to knock those ships down uh on one offensive possession basically because while you're right. on the attack uh now the defender is starting it, it feels like they're getting bonuses for the kills they're inflicting so momentum begins to swing away from the attacker and i imagine uh, and then it flips
5: i imagine being an attacker your focus being to deal damage you might be getting taken out more often right and that that's what gives them more morale in the end like damage doesn't give morale probably i couldn't
4: quite it it definitely feels like it's weighted so that the attacker loses momentum uh Mm -hmm. and not just because of uh like the shift in tactics i don't think it's just defender's advantage i think there's some weighting uh happening um but yeah either way uh there there is a part where offense is tougher because if you're in one of those bombers making these runs um you're super vulnerable Right, uh, you're you're very easy to pick off. Uh right. but you kind of need people doing those those heavy hits on those uh, capital ships.
2: All right, well, we should take a break. And then when we come back, I, I need to I need to yell about Genshin Impact. Uh, because it's gonna be I just I
3: just want to point out it's like it's like fascinating that EA is gonna do something mildly interesting with the Star Wars franchise oh. right before probably Disney takes it away from them. Yeah,
2: hundred <laughs> percent. This is probably the last exclusive thing they make with Star Wars, right? Like
3: that would be yeah, that's again do not or Siren Song do not put do not Patrick put Patrick Klepik reports
5: I'm, just, <laughs>
1: not,
3: I'm just, uh, I just think it's. I think it's unlikely that. Yeah, I, I think they will. I think they will keep making Star Wars games. Yeah, I yeah. think this is like they will continue to is, be a partner. Yes, who, they will be a partner. Right. But this is there will be another Star Wars bail front, Um, and they will. You know, the EA motive is you know making that whatever twisted game out of the like the, the wreckage of the the Amy headed oh, game. Right. But uh, um, but so they announce that. Yeah. I feel
2: like they they. Finally, did something. They,
3: they, I feel like they've like announced it in the way companies announce games through like k- career openings of like <laughs> right, we, you right. know like <laughs> announcing what they're making without well, announcing.
2: I, I bet there's uh, what another Fallen Order, another Star Wars Jedi game. They already said right. they're right. making a Fallen Order. So, like yeah. they, they so basically
3: they're continue like doing those. But yeah, I think I think uh, if you're fearful that EA will be the only company doing that, I, I think that'll that'll change in the, yeah. in the coming years, which is good. They they have not shown that they <laughs> they should necessarily be the the singular steward. Well, of, partly it is uh, like
4: a lack of interest in doing any of these. Like, hey, people used to like these types of Star Wars games. Right. Better not right. make those. Yeah, uh, if you just
3: made a niche targeted Tie <sighs> Fighter game yeah. that was like lower scale. I mean, like, there's just a, a <clears throat> lot of things they could have done with it, and you know, who much, who knows how much of that is you know disney asking for x and y but um it's stuff like this where you know if bethesda was going to get sold uh, maybe there are worse places than microsoft to have gone because it sounds like they almost got sold to ea like very close Mm -hmm. that almost got sold to ea (laughs) and boy look what they did to bioware um so brutal
2: um all right now we will be back in in a moment we're gonna take a break uh uh Sorry, I'm now looking at a list of Star Wars games that came out, and I need to just close this window <laughs> because I, otherwise I'm going to keep talking. All right, we will be right back. Anime, Genshin Impact has taken anime, over my life. Anime. <laughs> anime <laughs> what is this?
3: Anime. Anime. He's whispering an- anime. An- anime. What? Can you can you do the voice? Somewhere. I don't. So I haven't played this game. I meant to download it. I did. Oh uh-huh, wait. What and then voice? instead, I drank with Robin. Talked about the bears instead of playing this <laughs> game. But yeah. Can uh-huh. you do the voice? There's a character nobody likes paimon uh, okay listen paimon? this is the paimon defense defense
2: Ooh, this is a this right is a pro I am, paimon i am podcast? sick of gamer dudes
3: not liking <laughs> paimon what it is like
2: that character is a stock character all right yeah. this game
3: is filled with stock characters Kato, can you do the cattle can you do the voice Kato can you do actually voice. you can do voices <gasps> I can probably but her voice come is on. just
5: yeah it's Gim- just like sh- high pitch she's just like i'm
2: paimon i'm paimon, Hi, I'm paimon. <laughs> yeah but like but the thing is
5: paimon refers to paimon in the and all right
2: yeah that's it yeah that's it that's close and the thing is like that is a stock character that i that i historically don't have a ton of fondness for the sure. kind of like <clears throat> player the, character the fairy the fairy the, the fairy the navi but like who speaks to characters on your behalf because you're a yep. character who doesn't have a voice and so even though you're selecting dialogue options you're rarely actually <laughs> speaking and right. so the other character speaks for you um but like I think that this the deployment of this stock character and many of this this uh, game's kind of adventure anime tropes is actually fairly clever and good. Um, the banter you have with Paimon is actually very fun. You're constantly threatening to eat her yeah. as a snack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at one, and multiple How big times is Paimon? I, I guess I should look this up. Like a like like a, a, two feet? just under toddler, right? One and a half, around toddler size. She flies <laughs> around, and on more than one occasion, I referred to her as emergency food. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, anyway, no, I, I just
3: I, I just searched Paimon. Which, yeah. uh, oh, right. if you've seen, if you've seen Hereditary, Hereditary. the Google right. image <laughs> also, search just
2: I I am brought back. No, no. She is evil because Paimon is one of the demons in the <laughs> Lesser Key of Solomon and many other demonic manuscripts. Uh, oh, I'm ninety. Br- also, she just shows up. Are they doing a fucking
5: Brave Default.
2: <laughs> uh, they have to be. They have so to be right. I I, I believe. I believe in my heart that she's evil yeah. and that she's manipulative and yeah. that she's she's going to be a boss. Bu- At some point I was like, when do I get to kill Paimon? And my response was like, yeah, five expansions from now when it's revealed <laughs> right. that She's right. the final boss. Yeah. Um. The, the Alright, hmm, let me slow down. Genshin Have Impact. Have we said
4: what game we're talking about? This, I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> this <is> all a blur. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's why I'm, did I'm, we like, actually, actually introduced what we're talking is, about?
2: Alright, yeah, let me slow down. Genshin Impact is the new game from developer and publisher Mioho. Uh, which is a uh, I want to say Shanghai-based um, studio uh, that got into mobile games like nine years ago. I looked at their first game last night, and it is it's like it's one of those things where you remember that thing that we the conversation I had was about Fall Guys. A couple of uh, episodes ago, when I was like, "Damn, look at look at their arc. Look at where they came right. from. Yeah. Doing yeah. like you know, uh, uh, basically um, ports, ports games. and licensed games. Exactly. Let me just show you really quick what the first the first game from this studio looked like. from but this nine is also generally the arc
3: of um, like Chinese game development in general. Totally. hundred percent. A, a mobile space and then slowly totally. starting to build out an infrastructure to build like more traditional it, consoles. Exactly.
2: And so and so this studio Mioho had been making um had been making games for the last nine years, started with a very simple uh mobile game, very simple like arcadey mobile games.
3: Oh, wow. Eventually, okay?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is it's like a two D animation of like a girl with a jetpack mm-hmm. trying to like it's like solar Collect jetman coins or and, something. Yes. You know what I mean, or like Moonlander style game. It looks fine. Like it looks like a totally it's about fine survival
3: thing. and puzzle. I mean, Twenty survival else do you need? puzzle. What else do you need in life? Yeah, <laughs> survival puzzle genre. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> then
2: in in 2016 they put out a game called uh, Honkai Impact Third, uh, and that game was like an action an actiony. Uh, uh, got. I think it was a gotcha. Also, uh, third th- kind of, kind of third-person action character action mobile game that also eventually hit PC, and they they did pretty well with that. And now, and for the last few years, they've been developing, um, uh, and doing beta tests for this game called Genshin Impact, um, which I think is in the same metaverse as Honkai Impact, but that there's no direct sequel or anything. You could just jump right into Genshin Impact, which is a free-to-play open-world uh, action RPG. Um, it I think got a lot of derision when the first trailers hit because people were like they're making free breath of the wild. That's what this is. There
3: were <laughs> fo- there are straight up um like uh photos from like a trade show where someone took their PS4 or people were holding up switches right. in front of the um like event space uh-huh. for this game and then someone has a stunt at a mall at a different time, like took their PlayStation four and like broke it. Like, and like <laughs> were accosted uh. by the police. Um,
5: <laughs> <laughs> what? sure. Now,
3: since then the developers have like, I, I believe if you, be, uh, I think I saw this, uh, aggregated over at, uh, game informer in which they yeah. had some quotes from the developer, um, an interview they did, uh, elsewhere. I, have since emailed these, the folks that make this game, like respond to my email. I've, I want to talk to you about I this game. I want to talk but, to you. Yeah. Um, they, they they sort of responded not to the charge I mean, more or less be, could be a charge though of like the breath of the wild and they like kind of owned it like yeah like we think yeah, breath sh- of the wild no is great no shit it's a in, in, fantastic in, the, in, game. in the in the same way that i give no shits about ubisoft shamelessly ripping off breath of the wild you know what more games should shamelessly rip off breath Good of the wild luck after nintendo this one, left man Nintendo left a lot on the table, um, right. not well, in a, is, like, there's just there was a lot of room to take Breath of the Wild in right. different directions, um, aesthetically, mechanically, like, just take that template and run with it. And it sounds right. like this game, like, has done that so in yeah, an interesting me, way, despite uh, being a free-to-play gotcha game.
2: Dude, yeah, so I have a lot of thoughts about this game. Because they range from, like, I think the free-to-play monetization is pretty fucking bad, to I know who the Seth Curry on my team is. Um, <laughs> which is a weird thing to say about a free-to-play gotcha game, but it's 100% true. It's Venti, by the way. Um, the th- This is an open-world action game in the model of Breath of the Wild. But I say action, which I wouldn't say about Breath of the Wild, because there's a, a heightened focus on party composition, character abilities, character ability combos... Uh, kind of elemental interactions, sort of like an action version of the Divinity Original Sin model, um, uh-huh. where you're really thinking about the ways in which, okay, I can uh, set this crew on fire, right? Using, I, okay, I have a character who can put out a little, like, um, a little pet that spits fire out he's it's a pet bear, and it spits fire out. That sets people on fire. Then I'm going to tag in my bow kid and he can shoot kind of a he's like a super move that shoots like a wind vortex that pulls everyone together. So now they're is on tag, fire. Does
3: tag mean that like you're swapping you, characters You have a team of like four real characters. characters time, like it's like getting a D-pad and it's you like hit a boom, boom,
2: boom. 100% it. That's exa- okay, in the right. middle of a combo even. That's but great. You can start a combo and tag in someone else to finish it if you want to. Which is important because their end of chain attacks all have different effects, right? So I have a character who on her fifth attack, she gives someone a t- – you know, two seconds after that attack, they implode and take fire damage, which is useful if you need to put fire damage on, for instance, an ice character to melt their ice shield or whatever. So I, I'm gonna set it up. You put down at the bear. The bear shoots out fire. Uh, then I tag in wind, the wind kid, wind kid shoots a vortex arrow thing that sucks everybody in because mm-hmm. the fire is there. It goes from being a wind vortex to being a fire vortex, which is Love useful because I'm trying to get a bunch of fire damage on people because they're they're water and ice characters who take more damage from fire. Then I tag in my electricity character who and this is this is like my my favorite fucking thing. I have an electricity character who has her like main ability. Every character has a main ability and a super ability, basically her main thing is that she can block with her big fucking claymore, like Breath of the Wild, this game has claymores, Uh, and you can block with that, and as she blocks with it, she charges up a counterattack. So sometimes I will set the ground on fire, and have her stand in it in her block, so she charges that full animation up, and then when the enemies who are on fire land on the ground, I hit them with an electric swing, which does bonus overcharge damage, because that's the way electricity interacts with people who are on fire. So it's like, these combo strings are happening, and you're characters you end up having a team where you're thinking about team roles in a single player game in a way that's sort of like you would think about them in an rpg here's my healer here's my dps here's my
3: tank That's but a little also- bit like uh devil May cry like right. the, the arc like the devil May cry games the most recent ones you know the last couple were like you're switching styles and like you're yes. um yes. Like, you're like this is the heavy this is the light this is i'm this is a defense-oriented one. This is a speed-oriented one. Right. It sounds like it's a similar sort of thing where you're trying to think about the combination of those factors. And this is like as an uh, elemental thing. And, it's, it,
2: and again, it. I, there is such a sports metaphor for me here because I think about certain characters on my team as role players and certain characters on my team as like um, uh, playmakers or, or people who are enabling a certain style of play. Like whenever I have a, a wind character in, I'm like, OK, wind is really good at moving elements around. It's really good at like controlling the battlefield uh, stuff like that When I have characters in Who do fire damage Like alright good This is the person Who can like slowly Wear them down This is the person Who can put to put those dots on And ha- thinking about that In that way It does end up feeling a lot Like passing a ball around Or being like alright Who's in right now Who's going to be The g- big gameplay maker Who's going to create The opening That then my heavy hitter Can come in and deliver on Don't uh, play that, like
3: the Heat Did last night Don't, that's, do, um, not I mean, do, don't no, do
2: not do that Don't No do not do that So So And I ta- I'm leaning about this Because I wanted to talk About the stuff That's not like Breath of the Wild I think the stuff That I'm talking about now is so distinct from Breath of the Wild because it's just not what that game t- was trying to do. That game was not interested in doing a heavy combat style thing. Like, I think there's some interesting fights and moments in Breath of the Wild, but it's mostly just an adventure game where you're climbing on things and solving puzzles. Um and and, and I'm leading with this also because this was the part of Genshin Impact that I was pretty confident about from the jump. I remember seeing trailers for it and being like this elemental stuff seems pretty cool. And it turns out yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. That stuff all works. What I was, what I'm shocked to figure out or, or to see is that the Breath of the Wild stuff does too. Um, <laughs> I spent the first night of playing this game f- feeling like, okay, there's some interesting ideas here. This is like better than I thought it would be for a free to play game, but it doesn't do the thing the Breath of the Wild does so well, which is uses the sort of visual guide model of open-world RPG, where instead of just jumping from tower to tower and looking at your list of things, you're being kind of organically driven around the map because you see a chest out of the corner of your eye. You see a little glowy thing. You see what you, ma- you see two torches that are lit and one torch that isn't lit. Is that a little puzzle for you to solve? Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, it's not doing that stuff that well. And then I lost like eight hours the next day to the game because it's 100% doing all that stuff, if not as well as Breath of the Wild, then like really fucking close. Um, there are some In puzzle- the ballpark
3: where it's scratching a similar, uh, it's itch.
2: scratching the exact same itch. That exact same like, uh, okay, I see, you know, I, I see something weird with the world. I wonder if blank, and the answer is almost always yes. Um, hmm. There is there, there just it is filled, it is dense with little um, puzzles to find, little collectibles to pick up. Um, it does a thing that's, like, very similar to... How did you get your stamina and health upgrades in, in Breath of the Wild? That was from that was from Shrines, right? Yeah. Here, yes. there, there are, like, crackdown-style orbs across the world, and you Ooh, get those and turn right. them into All of a sudden, a just tower. Just started, Dude, like,
3: nodding. Totally. And so, Seriously. like... Korak Seeds
2: because we're worth shit? Right. We're worth <laughs> shit, yeah. So Korak Seeds <laughs> in this are all worth shit, because... Uh, well, and, and I want to get at something here, too, which is, like, I don't... One is... I think there are lots of people who at the end of the day will like this more – would like this more than Breath of the Wild if they could get over the anime if they're not anime people, which there are less of now than there were 10 years ago. Way more people today sure. are just like yeah, anime, anime – the sort of adventure anime tropes that this game uses are super normalized to them, and they don't even necessarily have to like anime. They might just have to like, like web series. Like if you like Ruby, the Rooster Teeth web series, this That's game has anime. big Ruby energy. If you like Avatar – uh, you like you will like a lot of what this game does. This game has a bunch of elemental kingdoms that have different political systems based on the gods that the, the elemental gods that they originally worshipped that have then like come down into the world. There's there's like a big world building reveal at the end of the first act of this game where I'm just like, yeah, man, fuck me up. Tell me more about the Tsarista <laughs> of fake Russia and what her deal is versus this like Kind of like libertarian city versus this anarchy city. Like let let's go. I'm going into Hell like yeah. their fantasy China now that seems to be all about legalism and contracts. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Um, and like and that stuff is 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 there's an audience for that stuff. And I think that this game will reach that audience and the audience that liked Breath of the Wild but was like, I wish there were more skill trees. Really well, people who wanted <laughs> the Breath of the Wild game to be more like open world RPGs this is filling in that gap i that's think me. there's right there's that's a lot of people i i go ahead kato
5: i was just gonna say there's definitely a, a subsection of people who are like wow the way that these systems the like uh nature systems interact is really right. cool and i wish i could harness that even more directly for, and, for combat that is right. this game that is, that this is game. Exactly and this i hate
2: game. it when the rain makes me not be able to climb right
3: <laughs> i think i loved it why do i keep wild. getting zapped by this goddamn lightning
2: Right, I, well, for me, it's like that. I love that part of Breath of the Wild. Right. Oh, no, you know, I know, I know, I
3: know. I'm just. But I'm that the that weapons line. breaking, or like the those, weapons like, breaking, things. the the fact that it's like
2: it doesn't ever tell you how the leveling system is working, but it right. is working. There was kind of a background system that changes when the enemies get harder. Stuff like that is all really interesting to me because it produces an effect in that game of kind of isolation and loneliness. Your Breath of the Wild is very lonely, like. Um, game because it's about it's about remembering the past or trying to remember the past trying to put yourself uh uh, in relation to distance the distance of people who you don't know anymore the distance between you and it end up in a place this game has none of that this game is about Mm. like excess it's about density it's about having people yell at you all the time uh in that way it's like dragon's dogma with all the pawns yelling at you because characters in this (laughs) game constantly have Uh have their catchphrases that they're saying and are constantly doing their sort of like anime ass you know, yelling as they that drove me up a wall. Attack. And
3: then I just found the phrases I loved and just embraced Hundred percent. That's the way it works. That's the, listen,
2: this, I have this kid. That's the one who, That's every, one. who every time he says like, wouldn't it be easier if we, or wouldn't it be faster <laughs> if we, if we glided, I'd be like, you know what? It wouldn't be actually, you're way faster at running, but just fuck me up. Say it again. Maybe it would be faster this time if we glided. Um, so I, I like, I think it's doing all that stuff extremely, extremely well. I finished the first – I didn't even want to talk about it until I finished the first act of the game because there's there's a thing that happens in free-to-play games a lot. And I've played a bunch of free-to-play mobile games over the years uh, and free-to-play MMOs and stuff, which this isn't. This is a single-player game that has co-op that I haven't even touched yet. It takes you like 12 hours or something to unlock the co-op. So think about this as weird. a single-player game. It's very weird to play a single-player game with free-to-play monetization that – like is not particularly interested in me joining a guild or whatever, you know, or like <laughs> doing dailies with my, with my pals, which is like what so many mobile games are doing in that space. This game is like, no, fuck it. We're just going to ship a a big, you know, action RPG. And, and also there's a battle pass, which don't buy the battle pass. The battle pass is bad. Um, the, I very much. So if I have to like pivot here a little bit, I think that it's worth saying that all of the stuff that is doing really well, uh, also has to be understood at, at the, within the relation to how it's going to make money. Uh, it is a gotcha game. Um, for people who don't know, gotcha games are named after, um, gotcha machines, which is the Japanese name, uh, for what we think of as those little coin toy, uh, like a coin op or a coin slot, like, um, random toy machine that you find at like your grocery store. You put in a quarter, you twist the knob, a little, a little bubble, you know, a thing pops out, a little plastic, you know, container, a capsule toy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh and um the model for that in in various games can differ on a lot of different axes, right? You have how often is it that you're getting a thing that you want? How much money does it cost to do a kind of a turn of the of the handle um, which are you know called pulls or draws depending on your nomenclature um you know how much does the game require you to do that Mm -hmm. to get characters who would be good right uh the good news i would say is from my playing it uh, you know half of my team are characters you unlock for free in the game um i guess two of them are like temporary unlocks for the first month of play I think it's like when you hit level adventure or level 20 you you get uh there's one really good healer character for free and then there's another character you can unlock around that same time who's a really good fire character um and you do get a lot of other characters you kind of get all of the elements for free uh my favorite characters are all characters who I've gotten from the the pools from the the gotcha Uh, and you you can earn pools in the game naturally you get a lot of currency as you play through they've been giving away a lot because it's the early days and they want everyone to be happy Uh, but it's easy you cannot forget that at the end of the day the monetization on a game like this is counting on people to go further than they want to go on their money uh in a a game like this is to be like as appealing as possible so everyone just like Let me just do one more draw. Let me put another 10 bucks in this and see if I get another good character or something.
3: Um, and and in obscuring because it's from China, it does have to. It, it yes, yeah, all the rates
2: the, are right there, and the not rates are not good. that. That's
3: yeah. It, the rates tell you like you ain't getting jack shit, right? Um, but then you get a but they pool, are there. Then you get a pool where you get three characters,
2: and two of them are five star characters, and you're like, yo, my luck is real good right now, right?
1: <laughs> and, you know, and that's <laughs> the odds sort of work.
2: right. It's not how the odds work, and the odds again, the odds in this game are not good among. Gotcha games. I think part of that is there's only twenty some characters right now, twenty three characters, which is not many for a gotcha game. Is kind of a lot for an action RPG where the characters feel as distinct as this as they do mm-hmm. here. There are five weapon classes. There's like bows, claymores, swords, spells, and spears. And each of those. Surprise! Are few... There's
3: that many at launch. Like there's, there's that many like at maybe launch... the kind of.
2: And, like, every character has a different combo finisher, a different super attack, or a different, like, special attack, and a different super attack, and then a bunch mm-hmm. of different passives based on their skill trees that make them feel genuinely different. Like, my uh, Beidou, who is my, like, main, like, uh, sword Claymore lady who does, like, the defensive electric charge shit, feels so different than uh, Diluc, who is, like, this fire Claymore boy who is also Batman? I think. I think his whole thing is he's kind of like Batman. He's rich. <laughs> he owns a, a vineyard, and he did. I did a series of quests with him about that are just called like the Secret of the Dark Knight. So, uh, mm. um, uh, and and they feel really distinct. So I, I get why there is value in those different characters. Um, And I do think that at the end of the day, you can because of the way the team structure works, you could build a team around the characters you have, you can beat this, you can get through this game with the free stuff, you can never touch the monetization and still get through it. Uh, But but I don't think you can talk about it without talking about the ways in which these gameplay mechanisms, these these monetization mechanisms are built to be slot machines are built to to work on people's uh, kind of gambling uh, addiction in, in many cases. Um, I have not seen any sort of protections about, like, hey, you can only make five draws a week, which some of these games do. Some of these games will say, like, listen, we're capping how many times you can do this, because to not cap it is to be abusive. Um, uh, and they're not doing anything like that. And I really think that there are monetization things in this game that just are bad. Like, I think that the uh, they have a battle pass that unlocks, I think, when you hit level 15 or something. And it's not good. Like, it's just... It's too expensive. It doesn't give you enough of like the in-game currency. There's no cosmetics yet in this game. uh, And which I I can't tell if it's a good thing or a bad thing, because if they Hmm. were in there, I know I would be spending money on the cosmetics. Uh, uh, And so uh, but but so if you want to play this game, play it. Don't don't play the battle. Don't buy the battle pass yet. It's not worth it, Uh, which is a shame because I much prefer battle passes to gotcha stuff in terms of feeling like I'm here's my 20 bucks for the month or whatever. Here's give my me 10 the bucks. things I will earn I will, by putting time into the exactly, game. Mm. Exactly.
3: Exactly. Um, have you been uh, meaningfully capped in progression? Uh, no. as a result? Like, so if you want, like, like, well, where do you have to engage with this? And like, how, where does that run into? I don't think I just you want need to, to engage with the, okay. I think,
2: I think Patrick, you could load this game up, do the free pulls that they give you, get the free characters that they give you and have a really yep. good time. And like, it's on you to not, Dip into that credit card. You know, it doesn't save very your credit. Very easy for me. It doesn't Never save your credit happen. card information, right? So, like, that's also useful. It's just like, you know what?
3: Oh, I'm it doesn't. Not, it doesn't
2: pull it doesn't the PlayStation pull. Network
3: card. No. Good, or good you know what? sorry,
2: it. sorry. You know what? I'm playing on PC, so I have no idea if it does it on. It I bet does. it. Pull. I probably bet probably it, it saves your credit card if <laughs> PSN. Yeah, <yeah, yeah>, yeah. <laughs> on PC, it does it, which means it's very. It's like I'd have to go across the room and, and get my wallet. No, I'm good. I'm good. I like the characters I have. I'm okay. <laughs> um, um, but I don't want to undermine like the thing that I, I just need to like super emphasize is that it is it feels like the whole package to me. I beat the end of that first area and realized that, like, okay, they're doing story they're doing world building really well. They're playing in a space that is not they're not doing prestige, right? I was thinking a lot last night about how much I had a similar sort of feverish playthrough of ghost of tsushima but felt really low on it throughout um which is to say the systems of the numbers going up worked in that game the same way that they Mm -hmm. work here um uh but like one this game puts to shame the shit with like following foxes in that game the version of following stuff in this game is so much cooler because it ends up being more like korok seeds and Every time you do anything in this game, the numbers go up. Every time you you get a chest that opens, your adventurer level goes up a little bit, uh, or you get XP for it. Everything contributes to this feeling of constant progression, in a similar way to like the kind of cynical contemporary open world game design. But because it's not dressed up like it's not pretending to be prestige samurai film, I'm not making those comparisons in my mind. I don't have <laughs> to think about fucking Ron or 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 you know Seven Samurai. When I'm when I'm playing this game, I get to think about like Inuyasha and Avatar, and it it holds up in that space. Not to diss those, or, or the, the game is just more honest about it. You want to That's watch the fucking mean.
3: numbers go up? You want to, you, want
5: to crowd You to? <laughs> Do you want to see the <laughs> yeah, numbers go
1: up?
5: Yeah, Me turning the knob up.
3: Thirteen.
5: <laughs> 13 the... Whoa. Thirteen. Gotcha. Fourteen.
1: Yo, man, gotcha. Fourteen
2: exactly and it
3: feels like great. there's a bit of a game show element it sounds totally. like to, to all of it where it's just wh- like ah whatever whatever
2: listen fuck fuck me up like there's a cool dragon now absolutely let's fight that dragon. i saw the big
3: dragon in the trailer you linked i was like that's a big cool it's a big dragon. cool
2: dragon <laughs> there's a cool fight against that dragon with music that <clears throat> is like it, it is like it rivals i don't think it's as good as but i think it's like that boss fight music was as good as shit that was in near automata at places as good as some of the final fantasy okay. 14 music like I I was, like, kind of marking out for it. Uh, I got to a new area that's, like, the Chinese-inspired area, uh, like the Chinese fantasy area, and all of the music changed. All of it. The battle music changed. The, like, like, dramatic cinematic music changed. The You Found a Cool Thing music changed to fit the theme of that area. And that's just, like, not... I didn't anticipate that degree of... Um, that amount of stuff, almost. Um, really. Anyway, at the end of the you day, you really like, like this game. I fucking really like this
3: game. And I, it I sounds like you almost want to say you love this game.
2: I'm not there yet because. All right, because, you're on the uh, path though. It sure feels like you're climbing that mountain. I'm
3: on the path. I'm cli-
2: Listen, you can see that mountain. You can go to that mountain. <laughs> yeah. um, this game does block off stuff at the top of the game. There are areas where you go to it and your character turns around and is like, "Let's go there later," because it's not. You're not ready for that shit yet. <laughs> you know uh, what? Sure. I'm like, all right, because it's, it's not like there isn't other stuff for me to go do. Um, but could you go there? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a okay. real place. It's just like you're you're. It's just, six, it's just telling okay, you, like, you don't waste it. your time. <laughs> uh, there are other high level places you can get into in your opening zone. It's just like trying to keep you in your opening zone for, sure. for the beginning. I think. Um. So yeah, I just it, it's it's there was a a there's a consistency and a quality of the content in this game that I did not expect. Uh. It it isn't pretending to be something it isn't. Which which makes it endearing to me, and inside of the space of what it is, again, it's very it is very tropey. Um, it, it is very like I, I, again, I think a lot about the way it uses certain stock character types: the dark and brooding figure, the like the the kind of uh, uh, noble knight, the pop idol, you know, who happens to be a priestess. Like that vibe of of set, that set of classic characters we all know and love um, is, <laughs> is 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 here but is being delivered on pretty consistently every time i unlock a story that's about a character i've had a good time you know there's like the main story stuff and then there's like okay this is going to be the side quest that's about this character who's a chef and we're going to go on an adventure together and she's going to get yelled at by some people because she's over hunting a place and the hunters here know better than to do that shit uh, and then she's going to get into a cooking competition. Then there's going to be a little side quest about us going out to get good ingredients for her cooking competition. And like all of that stuff is really charming in a way that I didn't anticipate. And again, you know, that stuff is to taste. What I think is fairly clear, despite uh, whether or not you like the style of storytelling or not, and the style of like uh, this mode of, of storytelling, is that the attention to detail was, was is there. The craftsmanship is kind of there. The, the effort to make all of that stuff just kind of like be really um, well-formed is actually there in a way that I've never seen from a free-to-play game. I was talking to someone who does free-to-play kind of adjacent stuff uh, about this and, and works in kind of that same similar kind of like we want to get people to try an MMO space. Uh, and, and he told me that it was um, – I'm trying to remember the exact quote. I think it was impressive, important, and terrifying. Um, that this felt like a shot across the bow for this style of game, um, and it, which is I, like, I, oops, I,
3: we've raised the bar of people's right, expectations exactly because we were all collectively sort of like, what if we all just made this type of game and like nobody went too far outside the bounds? And it was mostly right. just, can you make a good one of these?
2: Well, and like I get it because it's expensive. I cannot imagine yeah. how expensive it is. I'm waiting for the shooter drop. <coughs> excuse me for the shooter to drop on the labor stuff. Like I bet we never get labor reporting on this no, thing. No, not a but, chance. But it's hard to imagine... I mean, uh, the thing is, I want to be able to imagine a world in which the labor was was good on this, and they took their time and they paid everyone adequately. I mean, it came blah, out blah, blah. of nowhere,
3: as far as we know. So it's you know, it's not like a, a like a cyberpunk situation where it's like, oh God, there's this very public right. deadline, and uh, th- now they're sending an internal email that's like, you know, how we sought out yeah, a journalist that- to tell them we weren't going to do crunch, and now we are <coughs> going to do mandatory six day week crunch, and we're going to pay you more to do it, which means it's better than how, you know how it's maybe is used in other studios, but don't make a fucking show of saying you're not going to do crunch and then do crunch, um, which is what happened with cyberpunk. Gary, cyberpunk. Yeah, fuck uh, off. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks a lot. But I mean, it's just, it, it could also be the case that we just, we have no insight. We don't what know what's yeah, deadlines uh, what expectations uh, Ed, are. who, who knows.
2: Ed Genshin. I, I, I cannot speak to the, to what the studio culture is there or whatever. Um, but it's one of those things where I, the question gets raised only because the scope of the thing. Um, sure. You know, I don't think that right now it's as big as, Breath of the Wild's world map. It's very big and it's very dense. Again, quote, for a free to play game, Um, though, also like part of me, I hit the end of that first act and I was like, you know, what, that was like 15 really good hours. If I'm done with this game, great. That's fine. You know what? Make more games this size. Make more open world games that are 15 hours long (laughs) where I check in on them every once in a while. Maybe there's some new stuff there. Um, So, yeah, I'm really, really, really liking it. Kato, I I just kind of rambled a a mile a minute there, so I didn't, (laughs) I want to, but I do want to make sure to open up the floor to you because I know that you've also been playing it and there's certainly stuff, this game is dense enough that there's definitely stuff I did not hit for sure.
5: No, I don't, I mean, you hit a lot, I'm, I'm still pretty early on because I also restarted on PC. Word, word of warning i guess if you're going to try to play this game on pc it takes forever did, did your download take the entire day
3: I,
2: I preloaded it so i have no idea <laughs> yeah. does it also
3: i don't people have some issue with some sort of software there was a a
2: kernel level uh, uh anti-cheat like the way valorant had earlier this year also mm. they have since claimed to have pulled it i think in quote to gameindustry.biz okay. uh, is where i saw it um uh, they removed it Yeah, as of two days ago. Genshin Impact uh, removes controversial anti-cheat system. That's uh, from Marie uh, De La Sandri over at Riot Game Riot Games does not. Riot says uh, No, you <laughs> want to fucking play this game too fucking bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, the game's anti-cheat program will immediately end once the game client is closed or uninstalled, the announcement said. We sincerely mm-hmm. apologize for any inconvenience caused by this issue. We do our utmost to prevent such issues, blah, 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 blah. Um, it sounds like they overreached and got hit on the nose for it because they are not Riot. Uh, like this game is successful, but I think that's successful. Uh, but yeah, listen, if that's stuff that you care about, and given the fact that they've already shipped it with that, uh, play it on PS4. I feel like that's a, uh, yeah. a place where you you know you can feel a little safer about it.
5: I, I, I did that mostly to kind of check because I have um I have the Office PS4 Pro here, and I was getting right. weird. I was getting slowdown at parts from really? like a- elemental wow. effects going off. I was huh. like, I wonder what's going on there, and like I've been playing on PC, and uh, it it's running fine there. So, um, have you I played on mobile at all? No, so that's I, the other thing. I tried to download it, and then I realized it was actually on other consoles. That I would rather do it, so I just stopped <laughs> because my phone is already <laughs> full off of shit. <laughs> Fucking
2: fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just curious what it looks like and plays like on mobile. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm also I'm also hopeful that the Switch version ends up having cross save support with the pc apparently they do all have cross play um but yeah. but not cross save with ps4
3: for have they said when the switch version is coming i don't think there's a date uh, but okay. i probably I, sometime next year
2: yeah i mean this is the thing is like last when, when they announced that i think i was like oh i'll wait for the switch and then i was like no i fucking <laughs> won't this game's out tomorrow let yeah. me just download it yeah um so yeah i i I I do expect this to be like a pretty. There there are things about this that if they land it, it it will be huge huge. And then there are ways where if they really land it, it'll be huge in the way that it almost disappears, like Roblox or like
1: <laughs> um
2: uh, what's the game that's coming to Steam for the first time this week?
1: <clears throat> There's like a, a classic
2: MMO that's about to come to Steam. I don't remember. But, like, there's, uh, you know, th- that style what of RuneScape, like. RuneScape, is it? Yeah, RuneScape. That's exactly it. Is it what I, really? Yeah, oh, Rune, shit. I think RuneScape is coming to Steam. That's still uh, happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. RuneScape is coming to So, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. It's like, we this feels. So it it, it won't be because it's not an MMO in that same way, but that same style of, like, this is a game that. A ton of people are going to it love. it. It goes off
3: and exists in its own thing. It's totally like it ceases right. to be exactly. part of the dis- the quote co- discourse. It just cause it has its own discourse on its own, right? Doing but, its own but own thing. Ten
2: years from now, there's going to be an entire generation of people who today are 14 playing this game on their phones and being blown away by it and having certain expectations set by it. And in 10 years, you know, they might not have even played Breath of the Wild.
1: Right. Right? Uh, this game is
3: the switchport is in development. They're going to do a beta in the future, but it sounds okay. like don't 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 it's, don't you know, it's not gonna, it. it's, Don't yeah, hold your breath. If you're going to yeah, play this yeah. game, you should probably jump in now somewhere else.
2: That makes sense given the slowdown issues that Kato said.
5: Yeah, it's it's also wild how much the aesthetics and animations are like literally just Breath of the Wild. Um, like they really, really, obviously liked that game a lot. Oh, yeah. Um but
2: and, and there's musical touches that are very much they they like absolutely the try to recreate the little stuff. sparse
5: piano stuff of like traveling through and then it like ramps yep. up during battle. Like yep. that whole like there's, there's a lot so many, many touchstones touch that, that are like almost almost like to the point of it being uncomfortable, but then it's still so fun to play that I'm like looking past like I'm not even like uh, and, that worried uh, you know,
2: about it ultimately at hour twenty or whatever I feel like it it finds its own niche. It finds its own voice. Right. Partially because its voice is many voices yelling about anime bullshit. Right. <laughs> and Breath of the Wild has no interest in that. Like, right. Breath of the Wild has very little voice acting in it. It has, like, those the, that handful of cutscenes scenes that you unlock, the, the kind of flashback stuff. And that's it. No one talks at you in Breath of the Wild ever. Um, uh, also, just – I just remembered a boss fight I had yesterday. And I'm just, gonna, like, really, like – I came over a hill, and I saw a lake, and in the lake, there was like a series of kind of metal platforms or stone platforms, and this was in the, the kind of like fantasy fantasy China area called uh, Li Wei, uh, and I kind of glided down there, because this game has a glider also. I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is going on here? And then a, a giant water spirit lady, like almost like a mermaid, but without a humanoid top, kind of just like... Uh, not like a it's a fish, the thing I'm describing is a fish, <laughs> but like a, a, fish, a fish humanoid shape, but without a, a head, a human head, I guess is what I mean, um, comes out and is like, you know, yelling at me because this is basically like, this is the only fucking sp- place we have left. What the fuck are you doing? I'm not going to fight you directly uh and summons a bunch of like illusory illusory water animals so like a boar is made out of water and little crabs that are scuttling around in like side to side and fighting me that way out of water and the music is incredible and like the platforms under me are dropping out and you're going through this multi-stage boss fight and i just felt like oh wow this is this is as good as a boss fight that i would find in Uh, uh, like a platinum game, if not better, right? Like, better than some boss fights I had in fucking Astral Chain, that's for sure. Well,
3: okay, (laughs) Uh, but like, if you're going to use Astral Chain as like the way we talk about platinum, then you're handicapping them in a way that is like deeply unfair.
5: What's
2: what I'm saying is like, you know, platinum has hits, and there's good platinum, there's bad platinum, there always has been. This game has boss fights at least as good as mediocre platinum, if not better. Uh, I'm not saying that it's as good as as Bayonetta platinum, you know, I'm not out of my head. But I do think, but I, but I think, like, the idea of, like, th- that fight had the sort of mechanics that made me go, like, yo, someone really thought about this cool fight. And then they just dropped it in the world somewhere for me to stumble upon. It wasn't uh, – which made it feel really special because it was just out there. And then right. I've hit other things like that multiple times. And, and that feeling is just, like, unsurpassed for me. It's one of my favorite feelings in video games is discovering stuff. Uh, and so even though it's not hitting the notes of, like – my sword is breaking, or I feel like a deep melancholy as I look out onto the ruined landscape of a world that was once great uh, but has been slowly destroyed by corruption and go uh, technologies that we life. don't have handle over. <laughs> uh, I still think this one's pretty good. I still think this game pretty fucking good. Uh, so yeah, Genshin Impact PC, PS4. I, I really think it's worth your time. If you, I, what I keep telling people is like, give it four hours. Get past your get past Paimon being aggressively like anime fairy <laughs> voice and get to the part where if that's a problem for you uh, and and get to like get through, get off the plateau. Right. Get get through the first three shrines or whatever they make you do. And then just start kind of poking around in the open world. And and I think if you liked that style of adventure, open world, uh, you know, game, I think you'll like it. So. So, yeah. um. Anything else? Anyone else playing anything that they want to? That they want to talk about? I guess Hades is the other big thing. Like that, like, I keep checking on Patrick. I know you wrote, you you wrote an article about how you're uh, a traitor. Uh, I yes, guess <laughs> how I would frame it.
1: Wow.
3: Yeah, I, it's not how I. Uh, that's that was that's, that's how you that's frame it. Yeah. That is uh-huh, the, yeah. The Hashtag traitor um, yeah. is one of the tags I put in the system for for the for the filing the article. Good. Good. Internally. Uh, yeah, I wrote a, I wrote a piece that. Um, uh, it tries to, like, uh, circle back around to my uh, sort of indifference, I guess, to Spelunky 2, um, which, uh, if you've listened to our conversations about this game, that game, like, leading up to it, I I think my feelings playing it echo the feelings I had leading up to it, which was a lot of, like, I played Spelunky, like, I think I'm good? Like, I think, I'm pretty sure I'm good. <laughs> um, and I, it, what happened was Spelunky 2 arrived I had that kind of impression, which is a bit is pretty unfair to the game because the first like five, six hours are like a lot of like poking and prodding. And it's really like past that where you're going to unpack what's what's really going on in a, in a game like Spelunky and, and its sequel. Um, but then just Hades came out of nowhere. It was like a like a haymaker. It was just like, yeah. shut the fuck up, Spelunky 2. And just um, it's it's it's. Uh, Splunky Two is not a revolution. It's it's a refinement of Splunky, and that it didn't promise to be anything else. And so I don't hold that against it. In so much as that helps explain a little bit of my sort of like, yeah, I feel like I've kind of done this before, um, and it's different, but it's not that different. Um, yeah. Whereas whereas Hades is just it's a combination of I did not have it on my radar whatsoever because I have been I haven't particularly cared for the action elements of Supergiant stuff, and so. When I was hearing, honestly, I kind of dismissed it. And a lot of people were like, this game feels really good. I was like, yeah, okay, uh, yeah. sure. <laughs> like, what's your definition of like, it feels really good? Um, just because I think, like, on the Supergiant games, they coast is the wrong word, but like, a real part of the appeal is the, is the soundtrack, is the characters, is the world, is the art. Like, there yeah. is a lot that is really deeply appealing about each of their games. And the mechanics are they sort of hit or miss, and, and and I found the action stuff to be Bastion on to be not particularly tight, and they haven't made a pure action game since uh, Bastion. To be to be fair to them, you know, Transistor had turn based elements, and Pyre was uh, like a sports game, really. Um, and so, yeah, Hades is like uh, like a bayonetta good action game like when you're like when we're like good platinum like the best of platinum like just like a really good character action game like if Hades feels like you're playing a third person one of those like it is just feels so unbelievably good to play and then you throw in just like a fundamental rethinking of like the roguelike structure and like what the reward pattern is for that and I just like I did not expect to like Hades not I like it love it like Outright, to, you know, game former putting on video, you know, articles are like, what if t- is Hades game of the year? Is like, shut the fuck up, like, come on, like, don't put a question mark on that, like, Hades probably there's a good chance Hades is game of the year, like, that's where I'm at with this game. It's just really good. It's really like, good I adore it. We um, should, we'll, we'll
2: um, wrap back around next week, I think, once Gita yes. is on. And and uh, my understanding is uh one one
4: Jason Kepler's also been mm. putting some serious And once Patrick's mastered this aggro energy, he's suddenly bringing uh, <laughs> to the roguelike discussion. Wow. And then Hades is like, shut the fuck up, Splunky 2. Hey, game informer. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, I just
3: Hades fills uh, me with I, Hades. King's criticism like, just got critiqued.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh-huh.
3: I mean, it, uh, like the, to put out a pin on it is, uh, I, it's hard for me to get like f- like capital F fired up about a game. Like it's just no,
1: you're like, chill, you're just, cool, you're like,
3: I, I, I I am I like I, I like I all I do is think about Hades. I'm like I head over heels for it, and it's just like it's fun, especially when you're in like our uh, uh, like our capacity as like critics and people that are, like supposed to be like paying attention to things. Like you sort of like you I don't want to say that like you know how you're gonna respond to a game like before you play it, but like that is often true that you have a general sense of how you're going to respond to a game and you hope to be surprised mm-hmm. like in Hades, just like part of the reason I have such a strong reaction is because I, I didn't expect this to happen. And, and now I, I'm finding it to be just a remarkable experience. So it's really fun. Um,
2: it's, 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 I, I, there's some stuff that I wish they signposted a little bit better. I think uh, there was a group chat we're in where all <laughs> yeah, of How us does Titan blood at, work? The, how does Titan blood work? We all independently seem to have come to that conversation in multiple places. So, like, hey, pro tip: if you've collected Titan blood, you can upgrade your weapons in that game by,
3: after, by- only after you've apparently collected all of the weapons, though. Yeah, yeah. you oh, have to have. is that have, true? Okay, wait, that makes sense. I believe the, I be- the, the that's skeleton true.
5: tells you that after you he do does. the last round, right? Like that's, I just, I just
2: hit that. You know, so he told me it. So the thing is, he told me about it early and I could not figure out what the fuck he was talking about. He because was like,
3: if you, if you collect Titan blood, right. the game remarks on the fact that, Hey, you have Titan blood. Like you I, think might go ex- use that,
2: pal, I think there's, oil, yeah, there's maybe an expectation
3: that you're going to collect all the weapons before you necessarily beat Titan like blood. Meg. Right, right, um, right, right. W- whereas, um. Like, you know, if you do that, the game does remark, like, you have Titan blood. You should be able to use that. But then, like, I have, like, four or five Titan blood at this point because I had, like, one run that went, you know, all the, all nearly all the way. And, right. yeah, I didn't know what to do with it because it sounds like the game hasn't done the part where it sits you down and says, here's what which you is do with really it because you have, have gotten, gotten the guns, which I think is yeah. the last weapon um, that I need to unlock. Um,
5: you, yeah, uh, it you was can... like after the gun, the skeleton was like, hey, it looks like your uh, weapons there want something. Go check them out. But it was right. real vague. It was real fucking vague. I happened to go and hit right. the button, and I was like, "Oh, there's the menu for Titan Blood."
4: <laughs> Rob, we can either wind this podcast down though or I can bail out because um. So, Mina gets her lunch in a bopper. Uh, where? Excuse me, a what? what? So, is that like a romper?
2: I was thinking bit, more like
4: bop it. It's a plastic. It's, like a, it's a plastic like bulb. With food in it, and the dog knocks it around and shakes, shakes the food out of it. It's noisy as hell, Uh, but this is how she gets her lunch. It slows down her eating. It entertains her. It buys me a little measure of peace in the afternoon, but it's noisy. So I'm putting off giving that to her for lunch. No, it's fine.
3: No, we, no we're yet, almost right. at two hours. So we can wind well, out. Yeah. The, the, well, I we just Very, very briefly, i just say I played a little bit of Star- Super Mario 35, like the Battle right. Royale yeah. game. I'll, I'll go into more detail about that um, um, on, on Monday. But I will say, like, it's really fun. Um, and like the the structure of it is that you're jumped into a group of, you know, 35 other Mario players. You're trying to uh, uh, get as far as you can. But it's not a it's not about beating the game. It's about like survival. And so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have enemies that are getting like tossed into to your game and into other players' games, um, you know, and you're uh, being able to randomize like bringing in items. And it makes the structure kind of interesting because you start out the game trying to sort of like amass – uh, uh items and then as like the, the 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 players whittle down it's really just like okay i can go really slow now because i don't right. need to be getting further is not necessarily being better it's just about like navigating the enemies slowly and making your waiting for someone else to to make a mistake and so it seems um, it seems neat
1: yeah all right
2: cool well rob i hope mina gets her delicious lunch
4: the dog is glaring it's really something
2: <laughs> <funny>. incredible incredible <laughs> Uh, Alright, if, if you have questions, uh, you can send them to gamingadvice.com As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Waypoint Follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker Rob, where can people find you besides trying to feed Mina Before Zachney <laughs>
4: yells at you uh, Or you can find me on your 6 in Star Wars Squadrons Because that's where I live That's where you live now, <laughs> we should play that game I'm excited to play
2: that yeah, game Yeah.
4: Uh, Kado, how
5: about you? At A underscore Kado underscore appears And
2: Patrick at Patrick Klubik. Uh All right. As always, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the uh, Miss You off the EP, Pale Machine. Never miss. Never make a mistake on that one. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Until next week, fuck capitalism. Actually, beyond next week, fuck capitalism. Go home.
0: the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
1: All right.
4: All right. I'll just say this. Kyle, you can keep this in, whatever. But like I was getting like five, six KDA in Star Wars squadrons because it was like these people (laughs) didn't know shit, guys. They did not know shit. Are
2: these these other journos that you're playing against?
4: Uh, that and like Star Wars and influencers fans, um, yeah, influencers. Either fans. way, Star Wars look, Star Wars just Wars fans. fucking scrubs. Okay? You know, okay. Wow, like the thing is, you know how you stay alive in a dogfight? You don't. You like you maintain situational awareness. The minute you're like, oh, I'm gonna get that guy. I'm gonna duel with this guy. You know what you are? You are dead fucking meat. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? So <laughs> I'm flying around at a distance, waiting to see. Like, oh. This guy's engaged with somebody. He doesn't know anything anymore. Yeah, and just blah blah blah.
2: Rob sounds like he's talking about a fucking like he's talking like a linebacker talking about quarterbacks who don't know how to get out of the fucking pocket. I love it. It's so that's good. basically I feel, it. Just staring like, down
4: their man, just waiting him to run
3: that route. Meanwhile, well, know, I'm right, around okay, the tackle. Me. I'm coming. <laughs> Mr. Whiskey just got benched. We don't have to be that mean to him on this podcast. Wow. Here. But also, I feel like a couple of minutes ago, I was just attacked by Rob uh, yeah. for my energy level. And then the pod goes off and he's like, so. Look. So. Can <laughs> Look. I bring that similar level energy Kata- of energy? <laughs> and
2: <laughs> well, uh, We're, uh, we're going to be the, uh, the Angry Gamers podcast going forward. Uh, you know, fine. gaming needs
3: another of those.
4: Yeah,
2: gaming. Um, needs, we thought what gaming needed was was more passion, four
3: angry gamers with a Z. With a Z, yeah, uh huh,
2: yeah, absolutely. All right, but but right. it's also four F O R because our podcast is four angry gamers. <laughs> it's not just four. You know what I mean? And a baby and a baby. <laughs> yeah. Mina's the baby is us. Baby. <laughs> What's Ted Danson doing? Baby these days? is you. What is Ted
4: Danson doing these days? He was Just in the good place. The good place, place. And he
2: was good. Place. Place. Yeah, but that's done. What's he doing yeah. now? Can he do the podcast?
4: Vibing. That, that late career Vibing. renaissance needs to continue. I need more. I need. No, more was Danson. it?
3: Wasn't there? Um, uh, uh, we didn't we write off Ted Danson because he was a judge guy, right? Wasn't yeah. That like a, we
4: look. Right. We all know we're over, over
3: that now. <laughs> I'm not over it. I
2: mean, like he can come through still. I'm but not it's gonna water under the dancing. The the world is (laughs) God damn it. I I feel like I'm not ready. My heart is still wounded by that fact. Uh, Sure. Yeah. But you know who's not gonna be fucking president of the United States?
1: (laughs) Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg.
2: (laughs) So
3: Ted, come in. Bring it in, homie. Secretary of Labor, Pete Buttigieg.
2: I fucking hope not. Oh God. We don't
3: want another breadcrumb situation.
4: (laughs) <laughs> Love to have a McKinsey consultant as Secretary of Labor. Uh, like, how, can,
2: yeah.
1: how can
4: I downsize
3: the entire American <laughs> workforce?
2: Exactly. He's just going
3: to get back to work on those bread prices.
2: Exactly. All right. We're going to end this podcast now. <laughs> Thank right. you for joining us. Bye. Bye.
3: <laughs> so, do I need to go to the next room? Like, or, because it says, like, g- give. I only should give say give up.
2: Last saved. Oh, really? Oh, clear
3: okay. this cha- clear this chamber to safely quit. I there
2: see. I go. see. I see. There you go. I'll pause, We'll pause. will let you clear the chamber.
3: No, you so go ahead. I'll I'll talk through this. Oh. I'm I'm ready. Oh like, wow. Don't. Okay. Come on. Okay. I, can, I didn't know I, that,
2: I didn't know how good you were at Hades.
3: Wow. Just, you know. Come on. Mm. Let's. We well, also we need to <laughs> clap. <laughs> yeah, we still We also it. need it's to clap. So.
5: Can you talk? Can you clap while playing Hades?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I still can't see Rob. Is that just me?
5: no i can't see him either okay not just you
3: um
1: can we clap at five seconds yeah